Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. Hey, yo. Good to see you, Matt. How you feeling? We were supposed to record last week. A little under the weather. Didn't have oh, the voice man. of the angel as as usual. So I said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, no, no, I don't." We- you can't go. I mean, you know, I'm the kind of guy that, yeah, if I'm not, you know, 110%, then I don't go. I'm not a Mahomes, you know, like yeah. if I'm, if I got a hangnail, if it's just, if the, you know, if there's any kind of, <laughs> I'm done, coach, I'm, you know, I, hey, I'm not trying to, you know, risk it. You know, I, I, I got people to take care of, you know, and stuff. If, so I, if there is the slightest inconvenience, <laughs> I can't. Bench me. I'm Look, done. So, speaking of benching, yeah, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start off and tell you about my basketball team. Uh, okay. I am coaching Annika's third grade team. Yeah, we've had, we've spoken so, of these adventures. Yeah. before. so she's a third grader playing her. There's two third grade teams, and like three or four fourth grade teams. So they've got my third grade team playing up, oh. and we are playing fourth grade teams, and. Um, I, you know, I, I, I have to laugh because I feel like there's some karma coming around because like I walked in like the first game we played, uh, we lost like 24 to four. Okay. Playing a fourth grade team. So, so then we've got a double header that day. So we go out for an hour and then yeah. we come back in and I'm walking back in and I'm seeing this other team sitting behind the bench and I'm like, by the sixth graders in this room. Why are the no, sixth no. graders getting ready to walk out on this court? Mm. And a year they, makes a big difference. They walk out on the court, and I'm like, oh. their fourth tallest girl is taller than my tallest girl. Sure. And they have and size like, matters in basketball. Uh, I didn't yeah. know this. Well, and they have <laughs> they have three Samoans. Yeah. And so there's where the karma comes back. I'm like, you know, I got all oh, those. Those, there's no way those girls are fourth graders. Um, I'm like, well, let me tell you about my fifth grade basketball team and sixth no. grade basketball team where who had, had a man on it. I have pictures of, <laughs> but was legit. It was a legit fifth grader, but also a man taller than both of the coaches of in the back row of the pictures is one of the funniest things. So yeah. we are losing, like we lose to this team like by thirty. Dude, it's like, it's not even fun. Like to go to roll out there where we're over here working with our girls on like dribbling the ball up the court. Yes. Like if there's any adversity whatsoever, like that ball's getting taken, right? And they're going back to, I mean, these dudes are running plays. Oh man! And I'm over here, it. like I'm over here, like Coach Dunleavy's to... calling for the power. <laughs> exactly. They're calling for the power they're, on you. They're calling for boxing ones, and you know they're running <laughs> line, 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 line. You know they're calling plays, and I'm <laughs> over here, like get, get, get over the, the box, the square. It's the, <laughs> the, the square <laughs> on the floor. There's a square. The, yeah. See the the free yeah. the free throw line is here like we're yeah. talking about what baseline is we're talking about what out of bounds are no. my girls are really really good at dribbling the ball getting across half court taking one step and covering up that, yeah in a corner too but not not necessarily like in the middle of the court they like to go uh, to and also for they play the field they, position game they, it's more of do, like a... <laughs> what they also like to do is they like to dribble the ball up and as a right-handed person refuse to put the ball on their left hand Get, oh. Go to the left side of the court. <laughs> so, so you're like, so similar to where do they just run straight uh, out of bounds at that point? Do they do they have a problem turning? Because no, I they, would think that they they don't know pivot foot either. We're like, oh, hey, pivot, remember in practice we work on pivot. So we get about two three games in. We play the other third grade team and and we beat them. So hey. you know, which was fun. You know, a uh, not necessarily the victory. The victory is always fun, but yeah, yeah. playing like. Competitive similar game, comp- fun, more competition. Correct. Where it's, um, you know, not that, not that, that big of a deal. But well, so the league we're in has a mid-season tournament, yeah. and that mid-season tournament. This is a story I wanted to tell you last week. This mid-season tournament was um, the weekend of the divisional NFL oh, playoffs. Right. Exactly. Okay? Right. So, so I go up Wednesday night and I get the schedule, and I see that my team is playing the other third grade team. At six o'clock on Friday night. Oh, not okay. great. So Wait. six o'clock okay, Friday, Friday night. night. Friday, Friday night. night. Okay. So 
if we win, it's a double elimination. So if we win that game, we play the number one seed that <laughs> destroyed us by 35. Sure. Just the, you know, so, so we beat the other team by 15, the other third grade team. So I'm like, okay, we'll probably win that. So then, okay, so now we're going to play a second game on Friday. Oh, good. We get the number one seed that's coming off a bye. Great. Good for us. Yeah. All right. So let's assume we're going to lose that game. Our reward for winning our first game is to lose the next game by 35, 40, whatever, <laughs> however much right. they want to beat us by. Right. And then our reward for that is to get to play at 410 Ugh. on Saturday. Okay, 40 minutes after the Chiefs game is supposed to kick off. Tough. So it the first day plays out like I think it does. All right. Win the first game, lose the second game. Okay. Yeah. It got so bad in that second game. Okay. This dude put his JV in. No. And he only put four of them in for the fourth quarter. No. And so he still I outscored love that, me eight though. to four. He still okay. outscored me eight to four. Sure. You've been um, one man down. And yeah. Yeah. This I is mean, this is the C the C team. The C, so the C team. So well, the funny thing is the game before that, you know, I, I had beaten the other third grade team 15 to nothing the previous week. So we jump out to an eight to nothing lead mm-hmm. and I pull my, I have like a really, really good player. Like she is, she's good. Yeah. Um, uh, she's also a Samoan girl. Um, her issue is that she fouls a lot because playing with her older cousins, yeah. they don't call the old on the arm foul. Like, yeah, man, we go hard. Yeah. In the neighborhood. Um, this is I so, town. Yeah. So they're, they're not playing like, it's not like, you know, prison ball where they're punching each other in the face, but they're also not, not calling like if you it's, touch somebody's arm on it's a, real on a, it's street it, basketball, man. Yeah. It's the so, way it should be. Yes. So exactly. I, I have to be like, hey, hey, uh look this is a different game though. Hey, sweetie, you can't you can't like grab their arm when they're shooting. Like that's not okay. Um yeah. they call them fouls on you. We get into the the second game. No, it was the next day, but so we're up eight to nothing. And I pull yeah. My daughter and her thinking like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rest their legs. I'm Phil Jackson. I'm gonna rest them legs, baby. Like, look at this strategy. You gotta you gotta really manage the minutes, really. Yeah, I was point. I was really like we were doing load management, knowing I got yeah. another game later. Yeah. Other team rips off six points. Ugh. So now what's You're the most embarrassing in. thing when you pull your starters? You gotta, you gotta put, put them back, back in. Put, you back gotta in. put them back in. I don't right? know if it's embarrassing, but it is needed so, sometimes, yes. So we put her back in. We jumped the lead back out to 16 to 6. And okay. you know, that's that's kind of where it stayed. So we win that game. Sure. And then we come out and then you know get destroyed. So so we gotta play at 410 the next day. And uh I'm like, man, oh, this is unfortunate. Oh, gosh, I can't believe we're playing right in the middle of the Chiefs game. Like this is crazy. Like, what the hell? So I send the parents on my team a text, and I'm like, hey, if we win the first game, uh, we'll play at 5 o'clock. If we lose first game, just go home. I'll see you all Monday at practice. Um, you know, no no post-game meeting. I'm recording the Chiefs game. I'm going to try to get out of there and, you know, kind of catch up, right? Yeah. Dude, we win, the, we win that game. <laughs> we beat one of the fourth-grade teams. The team that it beat is 24-4 to four, two weeks earlier. We nice. beat Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I am so unprepared figuring I'm going to lose to this team. I have to go to the scores table and be like, um, Hey, do y'all have a blank score sheet? Cause like I only brought one. Right. <laughs> like, like I'm like, no way we're winning this game. So you I'm should have sold that to your team, right? You had to sell it to them. I didn't even believe in you. No one believed in you. I only, I only brought one. Sheet. We all, we don't even believe in us. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Nobody kind of ch- not even this. Not even not your even coach. Each other. The coach. No one. Your parents. They hate you too. No. So then, so then, uh, so we we played the second best team. We hadn't played them. Okay. Okay. Sure. It might. My my best player have four fouls in the first quarter. That's amazing. And I was like, uh, hey, it's not I, amazing. That's incredible. I, though, I go to the to I go to the referee and I was like, hey man, um, not that it's gonna matter because like they were up like twelve to nothing like that, right? Sure. Hey man, not that it's gonna matter, but you know that whole uninterrupted quarter rule we have, the, you know, where you got to each kid has to play a quarter uninterrupted, and then you can sub them in and out, but they got to be in one quarter where they play the whole thing. Right. <clears throat> so 
like, hey, man, um, what happens if she fouls out? He's like, well, if she fouls out, you know, it counts as an uninterrupted quarter. You're not going to forfeit. Like, that's all right. I'm just not like I'm going to win this game anyway, but still. So, that is you know, as, as expected, we get, we get destroyed. Yeah. I get out of the, I get out of the arena. Um, before the game, actually, I was talking to the other coach, introducing myself, you know, and talking to her. She's like, yeah, I've been keeping up with the Chiefs. I'm like, oh, I'm recording it. I'm not trying to find out anything. You know, she's like, oh, okay. And so it's like, she don't tell me anything. Yeah. And I can hear some parents got, got the game on over in the, the bleachers, which apparently headphones are still not a thing if with yeah. phones, but turning the vo volume of your phone up entirely, you know, to the loudest possible, that is. Yeah, uh, so still so still not sure where we forgot where we stopped using headphones for, like, our personal devices, but neither here nor there. We'll, we'll go on that on another day. <laughs> so then I get out of the building. Now I can kind of see, you know, you can kind of tell by people's body language whether that, you know, like nobody was really like, blah, blah, you know, sure. so I'm like, okay, things are probably going okay. We're at least not getting blown out. We're not losing, you know, but, right. but people also, you know, they were still kind of, like, hey, yeah, you know, by people's body language, I'm thinking, hey, Chiefs are up comfortable. No. So I get home about six, six, 15, Hit the DVR, start the game. Jags go three and out. Chiefs go down, score a touchdown. Thinking, hey, all right, man, things are looking good. You know, now remember it was a snowy day that day. Um, mm -hmm. Weather was coming in. Jags hit the ball back, a couple plays, and then fireworks start going off outside my house. Because it's six thirty real time, and I just look at Karen. And I was like, what are the what are the chances that's thunder snow? Like, <laughs> not. Could so anyway. Be. So I made it all the way out and the fireworks around town, you know, she's like, uh, well, maybe it's just something else. Like, yeah, they don't really fire those off when you lose. <laughs> like, spoiler like, alert, but a good spoiler alert. alert yeah, right? no yeah. One. So it's kind of like, well, you know, any, any angst or anything is kind of taken away. But the other thing on the, uh, on the basketball. So two things to, uh, to share with you, um, those first weeks. So again, you got your uninterrupted quarter and then you kind of rotate kids in and out. Of course we're in the fourth quarter i got you know we're getting destroyed so it's like hey empty the bench you know whatever so yeah. i look at uh, your seniors <laughs> yeah exactly get to get the stats and bennett's in that have been <laughs> been at the, in the program for seven years <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a third grader technically yeah. but you know she's whatever you uh you know exemptions yeah. so she's <laughs> technically 14 but yeah, yeah. she's a third grader yeah. so i turn around i'm like hey you want to play no Oh no. Hey, you want to play? No. Oh no. Hey, yeah. you want to play? No. Fair. Who wouldn't? You, you know, yeah, I understand that. It's like, you know, I mean, those kids are like, you know, look, I, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, look, I, I, I'm be honest with you, coach. I really like it here. Like, this chair's comfortable. I don't think I, I want to put this on tape at all right now. I mean, I'm got, looking at other teams here. <laughs> I got some water here. My parents aren't yelling at me. I'm not this huge disappointment. Like, yeah. no, nah, nah, coach, I'm I'm good. I'm good here. Yeah, all I'm gonna do is dribble it with my right hand um, yeah. about four yards and then jump on the ball, coach. You know what's gonna yeah. happen here. Yeah. So I mean, swarm I mean. a lot of jump balls going on here. Like, yeah, no uh, one really needs that. The scorekeeper. Well, I, I will say I do like to hear though that you do kind of that, and I know you as a human being, um, and you see also as you know sports as a way of kind of helping people learn right life lessons, right? Yeah. Because ultimately, you know, we we know we talk about the NFL and we talk about the NBA and we talk about, but again, none, none of these kiddos that we are, you know, coaching or even coaching against are, are really ever going to probably make it to that, you know, even the best of them. So it is. Well, their their parents think that they are. Their parents. At, at third grade. And I, I can't again, and I'm not, I'm not. It's, it's one of those things that is, it's tough because I'm not the best at this either. You know, I, I'm not, you know. I've tried to kind of mellow as I've gotten older and understand, you know, and, and, and try to be yes, that way. But then when you do see things that are frustrating, you know, and it is those moments where like, um, you know, you just don't see the sportsmanship part of it or, or teaching, you know, kids humility, I think, you know, uh, and honestly the hardest way and the hardest time to teach that humility is when you're winning and when you're, you know, as a loser. And I, I think we both, 
have been on enough losing teams and you know we you know we did go to William Christman you know it's not like you know we we we've always been on juggernauts of, of teams that you know that's naturally humbling you know like being a loser and kind of learning how to deal with that is is a part and should be a part of that's the kind of the point again of of those competitions is that you know kind of because you're going to have things go wrong in life and you know you have to deal with it so i think you know obviously for losers it's it's easy for winners it's tough and i think you know in eighth grade and what i've seen with and and it obviously goes all the way down the line that you do see a loss of that in the form of like I think the idea is, and I want to give it the best intention, is this idea that, you know, we're letting kids be who they are and we're letting them be their personality and we're letting them have fun and, you know, and but we, we can lose sight of of kind of what kind of effect that has on others, you know, and, and on themselves again. So my big thing, you know, with Tanner's basketball experience in particular was one frustration I had was just you know, a team being up and, and this comes from literally my knowledge of sports. And I, what I don't think is that a lot of parents and a lot of people have the same kind of context, if that makes sense. Now I'm not an NBA or basketball follower, but I, I, nowadays I used to be much more, you know, prevalent in watching basketball all the time, but I do feel like I know the game and I know like the unwritten rules of the game, if that makes sense. And so seeing so a particular game we had tournament which okay so tournaments when you said tournament i kind of winced a little bit because i do think that the problem with tournaments right is that it allows for less sportsmanship when it comes to that because it becomes this like well we have to win by so many points in soccer it's like that right it's goal differential right so if i'm in a tournament i might pull all my starter or not in a tournament i might pull all my starters when it's five to nothing six to nothing this game is over whereas in a tournament i need to score all the goals i can because it's goal differential right and all those types of things in a tournament you know even our coaches said hey we're going to have less playing time we really want to win these tournaments you know so we're going to put our best foot forward to win it now they're playing in the tournament. They're playing at Blue Springs High School, right? Pretty neat for eighth graders, right? They're getting to play in the high school setting, right? In the high school gym with, you know, the big scoreboards and the whole thing, right? And of course, though, we in that scenario had to play the best team, you know. You dream the number one seed. They, yeah, I mean, this team is incredible. And so, like, you know, right off the bat. So I'll give you an example. And it's just funny. Again, I haven't been around basketball enough. But I also have been around around sports enough. Here's what happens: the 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 starting five runs on the floor. One kid is, I mean, he's he's tall. Tanner's about six foot six one, and he's a that's a very tall eighth grader. Um, he's this kid is probably six five six six. Okay, is is where I would put him, and that's just one of them, right? But then four, so five, the five run on the floor. Four of them run away from the floor as they run off and they all four have special handshakes for two guys in the crowd all four of them not five that not five there was one kid that was just stood on the court like a normal like wood right the other four ran over and gave special handshakes to this one dad standing here and then another dad standing all the way down at the floor and i thought uh oh Number one, this is an AAU team, right, that has been playing together their whole life, right? These four kids, not the fifth, right? That's why he didn't run over and give yeah, the high five. He didn't give no secret handshake. He didn't even, he just literally stood on the court while these four ran over away from their actual middle school coach, right? This ain't a special handshake for their middle school coach. This is a special handshake for their AAU coach, club coaches, whatever it is. They then run on the floor, and I mean, they are running plays. Like you said, they are running stuff that our kids, and we have a pretty solid little team. I mean, we went nine and four or something like that, 10 and five. I mean, we had a pretty little good team just running us, right? I mean, the first quarter, it's 17 to two. You know, uh, halftime, it's a 24, 27 point game. I mean, this game has never in contention, okay? Fine. Now you've got this six five six six kid. Now again, our kids are scrappy and they play hard. And they there's been no dunks, okay. And this kid can obviously dunk, right? I mean, he's dunking in pregame. You know, he's you know this is a kid that you know obviously again, which is fine. Okay, it's fine. Again, now 
now we're in fourth quarter. Okay, now we're literally in the fourth quarter. Our team, and good on our coach, because our coach wasn't great about this, but our coach, just like you said, clears the bench, right? Tanner's in there. He didn't, you know, he's kind of a bench player, absolutely. You know, it's he's new for him. Other kids that don't just get to play a bunch, right? This is probably about two minutes left in the fourth quarter, right? Two minutes, three minutes left. Their 6'6 six, six kid still on the floor, which is fine. But now they are purposely trying to have him dunk. Okay. So now they are running it down the floor. They're not running any offense. They are throwing it to him until he can dunk. Our second stringers are in. Our kids are in, right? I mean, it's the game is over. It's 25 point game, right? He finally, barely, he kind of gets hung, but he pulls it over. Like it's really not a strong dunk, but he finally gets one in after like three tries at it. They then pull him out of the game. They then, this guy finally clears his bench with one minute left in the game in the fourth quarter for these poor little guys who had sat on the bench the entire game. And my guess is the whole season to get to play in their high school, you know, future high school gym. So these are the kind of things that just like, and, you know, me and Deanna had a conversation about it because she didn't really, she's like, it's just another shot. You know, why is it such a big deal? And I literally pulled up for her. I said, you know, I guess for me, like, I, if you remember a couple of years back, Bill Self in Kansas, remember the kid that dunked at the end of the game, right? He was kind of a, he, he was a second string player, right? They were playing K-State. They were, they were beating him by like 25, okay? It's right at the end of the game, right? He could just dribble it around like they do at the end, but the kid runs down and dunks it, right? Bill Self just melees the kid in in the press says he it's disgraceful and how you know unsportsmanlike it was and it was you know again it's a shame that it's the young kid who doesn't get to and again i find the college game to be a little different in the pro game to be a little different than eighth grade basketball right but ultimately i, I just i think a lot of people don't get the significance of like okay we're just going to have our kid dunk and then pull him when it's a 25 point game and me as a competitor goes like i don't care even in the nba even in college i don't care when it is like that's a sh that's kind of an unsportsmanlike kind of crappy move to do you know and i just and that's the thing that just gets me fired up and that's where I, in the stands i was just saying that that's just not you know teaching these kids the right thing it's not you know showing them and honestly i did say and it wasn't around too many parents or anything but i just said you know you wonder why we have hard time in classrooms with these kiddos <laughs> you know and this is it. They they have zero zero accountability, humility, respect for, you know, the the people around them at times, you know. And and to me, like that's what's so frustrating, you know. I I I don't know. I just think that that's what team sports should show, right? And that's the moments that I think are are you know. I don't know. So a couple a couple things there. Um, I when when I had my softball team last summer or last fall. We, uh, we were, we were kind of, we were the class of the division. Yeah. And, and the reason and we were the class, good softball player, right? Yeah. So the reason we were the class of the division is I had probably, let's say that there's, uh, seven or eight good players in the league. I had four of them. Right. Correct. So I had a really good pitcher. I had a really good second baseman. I had a good third baseman and right. I had a good, uh, pitcher, first baseman, third baseman. Second yeah. baseman. The first right? baseman so, actually caught the ball when it was thrown to them. Pitcher, pitcher <laughs> would run up, get the ball, throw, and and by the way, these were girls that we had developed. Like we didn't, yeah, no, go recruit exactly. So you're not Rockhurst. I could have, if I wanted to, I could have shut out every team. So I had a rule that if I was up seven or more, so five. And by the way, we have a five run limit. So I'm like, okay, if I'm up seven or more, and I know that. It's going to take me at least two innings to get up seven. Right. So that means that at most there's going to be another, you know, an inning. We were playing about three innings. So if I was up seven or more, it was pick your position. Right. Everybody gets to pick your position, but you don't get to pick the one that you normally play. Right. So, and I, I sit on the board of a couple of youth uh, sports leagues and you know, back to my basketball thing, like when I was a kid playing in that league, like there, like I just mentioned, there are two third grade teams 
Okay, two two for the entire city. We had two per school per grade. Yeah. Right. So like my fifth grade basketball, I we had two fifth grade teams. Right. You know, I had 14, 15 kids going out for playing yeah. basketball, right? And it's a yeah. rec league. Same thing with, with our softball league. Like when I was a kid, I remember there was like there were times where you didn't play every team. Because there, there was like teams. there yeah. were so many teams, you, or you would play. Let's say you play every team once. I don't think there's ever a time where you didn't play every team, but right. you'd play every team once and only like half the teams twice right. to get to yeah. your twelve games. There'd be seven, eight teams, and yeah. you're playing. You know, and like again, we had four teams in softball. And by the way, these are four teams of like ten or eleven players. Yeah. Um, and I think that youth rec sports is something that is gone and i think the reason why it's gone is as soon as your kid shows any interest any skills any abilities they are quickly pushed over to a competitive team an aau basketball team a tournament team a comp ball team you know that type of stuff annika yeah. was getting invited to play on tournament teams as an oh. eight-year-old coach's pitch right and it was like, well, you know, let's see. Let's see how she does. Let's see if she likes it enough. Right. And and she, like, I don't know that she'll ever be a competitive softball player because I don't think she really likes it enough. Like, if given, like, you and I, if somebody's like, hey, Matt, do you want to go to basketball camp? Do you want to go to soccer camp? Like, oh, yeah, all in, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How many of these camps can I go to? With her, it's kind of like, hey, I signed you up. Or it, with her, it's like, hey, it's Thursday night. Get your uh, get dressed. We're going to softball camp. We're going to the softball clinic. Um, which, side note, uh, I signed her up for uh, Urban Youth Academy in uh, downtown. Nice. Have you ever been? Mm -mm. That facility is amazing. Mm. Like, it was sponsored by uh, several royals down in the inner city. Mm -hmm. And it's right by the 18th and Vine district. I mean, if you have the opportunity to put your kid in a clinic down there, they're all free and mm -hmm. they are well ran with college coaches and college players. And, you know, Amazing. I mean, they, they're really good. So yeah, that's great. But, but with her, it's like, this is where you're going, you know, and then, you know, there's, a, there's another thing too. There's a couple other fallouts of that. So again, I've got these third grade girls that are playing against fourth graders. And my friend is coaching the other third grade team. And he's like, hey, man, uh, man, you think we can scrimmage? I'm like, absolutely. Come up here. Like, let's practice together. Right. So we practice together. His family's up there. Uh, not his family. His families of his kids are up there. And there was a girl that was on um, my T-ball team. And she's his assistant coach. And her folks come up there. Yeah. And her dad... Um, he comes up to me after the scrimmage and he's like, have you ever thought about teaching the kids to box out? And like, I was about to, like, I was going to be nice about it. And his daughter's like, amazing. Thank you for the notes. Like, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> She's you know, had like, to deal with this her whole we've life. We've never thought about stuff. that. You show up for one practice and all of a sudden you're Phil Jackson, right? <laughs> well, I had a mom, I had a mom do that to me. Like mm -hmm. she works retail. Her um, her kid comes up, you know, and grandma or grandpa or dad or you know somebody's dropping Brings her off. Right, right, right. She hasn't been to any practices, and she comes up, and she I forget what she was, but she had notes. She had notes for me as a coach, you know, on things we need to improve on. Of course, oh, you know, which I, I already know. And I say, hey, I want you to watch this. So her daughter's actually inbound on the ball into this other girl and so i was like hey hey um when you get the ball i want you to come right over here to the right side of the court where i'm standing yeah. that's where i want you to dribble to so other girl passed it into her daughter like literally i, I just said that handed him walked over to where i was going to be handed her the ball they passed it in I mean, this girl couldn't have made a beeline further away to the left side of the court away yeah. from me did the thing where they stop in the corner. 
so yeah. that they've got the sideline and the backcourt and the, the three defenders <laughs> guarding them, right? Like, the worst place. Like, if you and, were going to go, well, we're going to run a trap, where would you run it? Right and here. And I just, like, just kind of turned my shoulder because I purposely put myself, like, right by where her mom was. Yeah. And I just turned myself. I just turned and I was just like, see what we're working with? Yeah, exactly. But, like, these, you know, like, I don't know, man. It's like it just feels like. If these kids don't show an immediate desire, skill, ability, you know, we kind of expect these third and fourth or third grade girls that have never dribbled a basketball to come out here and, you know, have the handles of Steph Curry. And I think in it, for, for me, like, it's always going to be, let's say, it's always the adults, okay? It's always the adults around them and how they kind of approach it and what, they're able to get out of it because like i said listen i i had lots i'll give you i had the exact same example i had a little friend on my um on piper's piper played soccer she hated it she played it for like about a, a session or two hated it i had this one little friend though who was i mean she just again was heads and tails better than everyone in the league and we smoked everyone in the league i mean we just and she scored so many goals now what i tried to eventually do is i worked with her on passing right and so those parents heard me i would i would literally yell and this is how bad it got to be and she, she was so confused and i felt bad because you know i just i didn't want her to run it up and she just didn't understand right so she would be going for a one-on-one -on -one about to score and I would go freeze like that. And when I first started doing it, she would freeze. She would leave the ball like the ball would keep on rolling. All I wanted her to do was just stop so that our, the rest of our girls could come up. She could make a pass. You know, she could do something. I just didn't want her to score the 14th goal, you know, yeah. that she had scored that day, you know. And so, like, for me, it's about is a coach trying because every one of those parents you know, on both sides saw me trying to get her to pass, trying, you know, to get her to, you know, to, to see, and they, they were laughing about it. You know, they understood it was funny. Her parents thought it was funny and they were trying to help me, you know, to say, we're now we're trying to get you to pass Cassie pass, you know, like, you know, we just, she just, you know, was one of those kids, you know, that's just like, you love them at some point because they're the kind of kids that yes, just score goals. You don't know how they do it. So like, that's what I care about. I care about refs that are trying. If a ref's trying and like I'm has a level again of humility, not trying to be the boss of things, just trying to go out there helping the kids, coaching the kids, has a level of knowledge of the game, is confident in their calls. G great. That's awesome. If you make mistakes and mess up, cool. No worries. Again, no worries. Just be confident and also be a teacher of the game and call the game right. We, we, again, same kind of situation. If the game is over, the game is over. You don't have to call. Like, I assume NBA, even in the NBA college, like, they, they start, they get together and say, listen, this game's in the fourth quarter. It's 30 to, you know, point game. Let's just not blow every sink and whistle that we're going to, you know, like, yeah. let's relax a little bit. Well, and I think that's another thing, too, is, like, the reason why you don't have a lot of great referees in high school, that. college, NFL, where, you know, NBA anymore is that you've lost a generation of them because like everybody expects a referee to be perfect, the umpire to be yeah. perfect. Like my, again, I'm going to go back to my basketball team. We're losing by 30. And my, my new assistant coach, by the way, my new assistant coach, not the guy that's been with me for the start of the year, but the guy that's like decided, you know what, you need some help. Yeah. These kids aren't progressing fast enough. You know, I'm going to come down here and help you. Of course. My new assistant coach is getting on the referees. And I'm just like, dude, you got it. No. <laughs> like, if these guys wanted to call our girls for travel every time they touched the ball, they could. Right. Like, if they right. want to call us for double dribble every time we could. A right. foul. Like, dude, stop talking to the referees. Yeah. It should be over like, on that end too, right? I've seen I've seen that also too. Where ref same kind of thing in that thirty point game, where we're trying to dunk in the fourth quarter, ref coach is yelling at the referees, and yeah. I'm like, bro, yeah, you know, like that. 
you, you've but, obviously not only enjoyed the fact, I mean, to be quite honest, if you're up by 25, 30, then you've gotten probably a couple calls to be quite honest, usually too. Like that's kind of how it goes. That's just the way it works. Well, like the team yeah, that's I mean, getting, you know, the team that's playing well and is doing things good oftentimes does get the benefit of the doubt, you know, whether they should or shouldn't, it's just the way it works. It's what I tried to explain to, we played another kid that's like, and there's rankings already, Andy. It's amazing. I sat there and looked at, there's an eighth grade kid, right? We're already here. And before Tanner's even playing him, oh, he's six, 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 seven, right? He goes to, he goes to, he's a Lee Summit school kid. So we get there and there's parents talking and everything else. And, and uh, my father-in-law is very talkative. So he will talk to anyone that is breathing. And so he's talking back and forth to all their parents, everything. And one of the parents says, oh yeah, he's ranked number three in the nation at for 2028 whatever you know class they are and i'm like I, me you know me i'm like a level of cynical of like okay now i saw the kid play and he's a smooth player he's actually not as good as this other six five six this kid you know cross town to me but you can also see where he's got the physical capabilities because he's a bit stockier and I think he's probably going to be, you know, probably six, seven, six, eight, and he's going to be big, you know, like he's going to have a big frame. But bottom line is, like, they're already ranking these kids, you know, and stuff like that. Like in eighth grade, well, like, and I, you can find got, his videos and stuff. Like, it's bizarre. Yeah, and this kid's already got his career path set for him, right? Like, yeah. You know, and it's, I don't know, man, it's just one of those things where. And he played in this game, uh, for example, though, he played in this game and that the team that I'm talking about killed their team. And I, I didn't get to see the game because it was in the tournament and we were on the other side. We talked to a guy, though, that watched the game and said, oh, yeah, he said that kid, you know, he, he didn't even hardly look like he wanted to play. You know, he was hardly there. And I'm like, that's because he's. 14 years old you know yeah. he's 13 years old man his girlfriend probably broke up with him we're like he probably has a hard math test tomorrow you know what i mean like the idea that you know this kid is number three ranked in the world you know like i don't know it's just bizarre to me that we're already you know kind of doing that to kids at well, this level you know i also can... feel like there's a lot of you know and specifically well i mean we can talk about nfl refereeing and officiating and stuff like that but, tanner's taking officiating he's actually taking an officiating class in high school you brought that up okay. so maybe he, he's going to be a new there you go a new generation well, so i i also so i mean there's obviously anytime anybody loses anything it's clearly the official's fault um oh, poor you know, and, and i'm i'm guilty of it myself oh my there's gosh been, of course you know, we I, are but here's where i come out on it with say nfl officials um I don't think the, I don't think the officials have gotten any worse. As a matter of fact, I think they're probably better. But I think what has happened is the technology has gotten so good, so okay. so good, that, I mean, we're talking real life tenth of a second. That's what the problem with soccer, and, dude. And then slowing it down to freeze frame and oh, yep, as you can see. The ball rotates here and it touches that blade yeah. of grass. How That's obvious. clearly an, a clear and obvious and incomplete pass. And it's like, exactly. And, you know, and then you see like, just let the robots do it. Like, let's stop, it, let's stop having the one. What, what I will also say is that there is a level of, and I, I get like, you know, me, I'm, I'm like, I don't like to use those robotic uh, checkouts, you know, like I'm all about labor and unions you, and like, I want workers to have jobs. I know. Well, that's, we're doing it for different reasons. He just don't remember how to, don't know how to use them. Maybe no, he claims it's, that he claims, Oh, workers, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, and, good and for I was him. Like, and I was like, you know, when you put that order in online at your local Walmart, you know, they got somebody that's going down there to pick up all your shit. That's all true. that's what they've it's replaced the uh, cashiers job. with is somebody no to go doubt. do your shopping for no you and doubt. bring it out. To I you. know we all have, um, you know, our, our um, soap boxes to be on, of course. But I do think like, at some point, the technology, why aren't we using some of the technology that we actually could use? Like, honestly, and I don't mean to take your job because I know this is like very, um, you know, near and dear to your heart, but the chain gang. I mean, the idea that we use a chain, two chains and, and a pole to measure, you know, something so kind of important, honestly, in this sport now, when we have clearly some better technology to do this you know, is pretty ridiculous. Like to the point where I, in that one game, the playoff game, right? Where the, the chain got, I'm sure you were having a heart attack. Like the worst, um, 
you know, thing the for chain a chain broke. It broke twice in Philadelphia. Yeah, they had to use like duct yeah. tape or something to make it work. So, like, so here, here's the thing too: is like, you know, when I talk about like the youth sports, high school, you know, they don't have the technology that the NFL guys are being graded by, right? So, no, like, they don't have the pay, they don't have the technology, yeah. they don't have a lot of them are young kids that they yeah. they don't have. So, they've never had any training. It's the same thing with like it's no, like asking the, a substitute teacher to teach a lesson, you know, like no. But even like they, the even like the chain gang, okay. Um, so here's the deal. I mean, if let's say there's fourth and inches, there's a very high likelihood that that marker, <laughs> the marker is not where it's exactly supposed exactly. to be, right? Like, exactly. Like, I mean, if we're talking a matter of inches, of course like, it isn't. If you're, so what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to put the, you're supposed to put the. Yeah, First let's hear marker. the mechanics. You're an actual, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's here's how it's mechanically supposed to how it's supposed right. to happen. Yeah. So, what the officials are supposed to do is they should, after a first down, nudge it up or back to the closest yard marker, okay. so that you're not in between yard markers. So it okay? makes it easy for the chain gang to right. be ten so, yards. So the ball should be touching on a first down. If let's say. Guy actually gets tackled at the 34 and a half yard line, they should nudge it to the 35 or the 34. Okay. okay so the nose of the football is touching the next yard. Okay. On, on first down. Mm -hmm. So the chain should be set at the back of the, the paint where the, where the yard marker hits the sideline. Mm -hmm. Then you stretch it out. So the other yard marker should end up on the front side of the paint. Okay, and because then that should be the marker is the actual right when you cross the the line. Yeah, it should be on the front side. The front side, so, right? Yeah, back so, side, back side to front side. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you should have to cross the the paint, and then if you touch the paint on the next yard marker, that's a first down. And yeah. then there's a clip that goes at five at the five yard line. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It kind of hangs so, on there. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a, a clip so that if they have to do a measurement. They just They're go coming by the from five. the nearest five yard. So if again we're using our example, we're on the 34, 34 yard line. We got to get to the 44. We're gonna put the clip again at the back of the the line at the 40. Mm -hmm. So that when they come out with the clip, they put the clip at the back of the paint and then stretch it out. So that's how it should happen. Now, using that methodology, to your point, technology should be able to help this, right? Because if we're talking, we're going to go specifically on the edge of the, the paint and using those little markers that they have that would be... You know exactly the line. So it should be 10 exact yards every time. It should be in some ways, like I said, it's VAR in, in, in soccer is the same exact scenario, right? Where you've got this exact line that's drawn down that says, yes, this is the line of 10 yards, the line of mark, right? And so it should be some sort of signal to the referee, again, right? It's a little button. Again, you're going to have to have somebody place that little that little I thing, know. right? See, but and that's so, you're right. It can't be perfect. That's a great point, too, on the flip side. precision that you cannot have it, like, if you're going to place this little, uh, I, I call it the... Um, you know, like on your garage door opener, you got the little eye so that if your garage door's coming down and like you're running through, a kid's running through or something, right, pops the door back doesn't back. come down and crush yeah. them. Like if you're going to have this eye that's going to shoot down and say, okay, yeah, the ball ball cleared. Um, yeah, I mean, the other thing too is like, and I think they already have them in there. They kind of slipped a few weeks ago. I think they said that they've got microchips in the ball. Yes, yes. So they can should be able to tell. So they, can, they can be able, but... Yeah, I mean, that's an inexact science where, like, the chains are – I mean, this I is guess. an antiquated thing that's probably started way back in the day. It's like, oh, well, hey, here's a way to do this to measure right. But you, But, you know, again, that is the interesting thing. It's one thing that we just never question, right? We never really take a look and go, okay, on these really close calls on these things, do we really know – that the chains and the and all yeah, those placements not. were mechanically a, right to begin with. And keep in mind too yeah. that a lot of times, so the chain gang is they are paid. Like for the Chiefs game, they're paid, but I think they get like maybe a hundred bucks a game. 
Right. These aren't like it's these not like, like you're trained. Yeah. They, I'm sure they have good training and it's, they do it all year or whatever. It's they've done it for years. It's but a like, nepotism right. thing, right? Like oh, it's passed down. Like, did it. Yeah. Yeah. You get to hey, watch uh, the game you from get there. A, you get to be the, the, the chain guy. Okay. Is. Hey, I can't make it this week. But it's not like those guys are, you know, running through training camp. So the other thing, too, is and oftentimes, you know, and like, Full disclosure, in my chain gang career, I've never had a measurement. I'm still waiting for the first. Right. In Come high on. school, in high Call school, dude, dude there was measure. there was like two or three times where like the, like, the side on, judge came out. back. Side judge came back and we're like, really felt like that one deserved a measurement. Like that should have been a measurement. He's like, nope, mm. nope, they clearly got it. Dang it. <laughs> they don't want to do it. Like, of course they, they don't. They don't, don't want to do it. Dude, <laughs> but like in don't. the NFL, a lot of times, I mean, you've got a fast pace and these guys older guys and, and i would put myself in that category you know say you got say you got a 40 oh, you're not you, you i'm know. a 46 year old so say you got a 46 year old middle-aged guy and you got world-class athletes that are running a hurry-up offense and i've got to sprint 30 yards down the field and then get these chains set on first down it's no like way. it's it's inexact at best so when you're talking when you're talking about a fourth and in inches a third and in inches you know it's probably it came up in the game. I mean, it came up in this last game, right? Because there was I've, that one of the many wines I've heard was some poor spots where they should have gotten a first down, but it ended up being third and one, and they had to use timeouts and all this other business. Well, and yeah, it's just so the the other thing too about like, I mean, on the NFL, and I think I, I listened to and heard an interview on the way home with Mike Pereira, and yeah. he was talking about it. how it was messy that the games were. The officiating was fine, but it came off messy. Yeah, nobody likes that either. Because you have, and there's a lot of like, so like I was telling Kara about the um, the Chiefs had to, the Chiefs chose to challenge. And mm. then they had a challenge on the Valdez-Scantling spot where he reached the ball out. And then there was the... Mahomes' leg was down, but he threw the ball. And since he had thrown the challenge flag, mm -hmm. but then they cleaned it up. From New York, right. right. So they so, saved their challenge. So I thought the same thing. Saved them a challenge, right? Exactly. So, I so thought the same thing. they cleaned it up, right? So I think that's what his point was, is that, okay, so we've got New York's going to come in and clean this up. And then you've got in the game earlier, you got the Devonta Smith thing where he makes what appears to be an amazing catch. Right. And then but his they, reaction said, I they, did not catch that ball. They though. hurry up. They hurry right. up. They get up there. They snap the ball. And then, oh, shoot. The other angle. It, the other angle showed. And the same thing with like uh, the Kadarius Tony not touchdown. Mm -hmm. Where like in real time, the guy that's standing the closest, his body's blocked. Exactly. Tony's body is blocking his view. So now you've got the call coming from a guy way, way far away, standing at the you got to play in the corner of the end zone. You got a call being made by a guy standing by the goalpost. Right. That's calling that. And by the way, he called it right. Exactly. After that's replay, right. he and, called and it Tony right. Tony knew it. And Tony knew it too. He acted like he knew it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, like, so the thing is, is like, I think what the, I think, what the issue is is that you have these challenges and then you have New York cleaning it up and then it, you have the and you know and so it it, it does it, it kind of comes off as disjointed and then you've got technology that is so good yeah the the cameras are so good that they're yeah. catching this stuff and it used to be like if they slowed it down it's like uh well it's rarely pixelated it's like when you blow your iphone up to you know 14 times it's like exactly. well it's really pixelated no it's but, like in 17k you know, hd yeah. yeah like yeah. it's yeah it's it's, it's yeah so let's, it becomes impossible so let's again go to like, the, let's go to the camera located at the international space station oh yeah as you can clearly see from this overhead angle from the international space station this is clearly a drop like and so I mean, you just never right exactly powerful. right and you just don't and then and then the other thing is is that does it still really ultimately get to the right call all the time and that is also incorrect right because and again this is what happens with var var and soccer was like that to where oh man we're just going to clean the all these offsides we have all these horrible offsides calls they're very controversial people just slow these down right so we'll just have var 
Well, you oh, well, that took the controversy totally out of it, right? Of course not. Now you still have huge amounts of controversy because there is no consistent use of it. And like it it's it's so tight and so precise, like nobody knows, like it's supposed to be, can you score with it? So if you is your elbow off sides, you know, it, but you can't score with your elbow. So what's the point? Like, who cares if your arms off sides, you can't use it, you know, stuff like that, you know. So like there's so much that goes into it that becomes over. It becomes over refereed, you know, too. Yeah. Like you don't want that either. Well, yeah, I think it's you know the point that they were making on the the radio today was that we are trying to get perfection, you know. And and I see a lot of these things on Twitter about like, oh, look at this, and they'll stop it. That's my favorite thing, right? We're gonna post yeah. a still photo. Look at this look hold. This hold. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> all right, let's see. Or like. Oh my God! They they called holding on this play, and it's a still photo that's you know five frames before the actual right. hold. Right. But you know it's like, and Twitter, we've been Twitter through this. Basically, this liars. It's just really kind of and liars putting it. false evidence out. Exactly. And we we've been through this kind of also like we get it. We get kind of you know that you know this is what you do when you lose. Honestly, it sucks, and so you want to make you feel better and this is what you do. And then there also is just bad calls and we've been through bad calls yeah. too. That no matter how much you slow them down or speed them up, they're bad calls. I mean, the Derek Johnson, the Derek Johnson fumble forward progress one will always be the most bizarre and ridiculous call beyond the, beyond the tuck roll that I've probably ever seen in my life. And so sometimes you go, and then that's where the NFL has the problem, right? Is that you want to go, well, hey, we want, we, you know, we're asking for perfection. Of course, you know, you can't be perfect. But then there's plays like that that are like. <laughs> well, there's like the, uh, what was it? The uh, the Rams, Saints, the pass oh, interference. The, the, the pass interference, right. It was almost like they'd gone to like the NBA rules of like, well, last play, it's kind of a free for all. We don't, you know, yeah, we're not going to throw the flag. <laughs> Yeah, well, they didn't dude, call it on a clear, clear pass yeah, interference, right? Yeah. Like, and so now we've got pass interference replay, and then that Which was they a, went away a nightmare. Yeah. And, and the reason why it was a nightmare is because, like, on the the rule that got it changed, it was clear. Exactly. Yeah, it was clear that there was pass interference, but then that's the only call know, it should be, right? We it shouldn't wanna... be every single ticky tacky, every single throw that goes in the air, right? Gets gets pass interference replayed. That's bad. You don't want that. You want it to be if it's so clearly obvious that right, like this has happened. Uh, well, and I also think too that there's a little bit of a uh, when you have replay, it becomes a crutch. The refs don't right. Like so that's so, what you happens know, in hey, soccer now. Hey, they just we... don't blaze the flag. Yeah, it's if we crazy. miss it, if we miss it, replay will clean it up. So right. we're gonna we're gonna not officiate it, right? <laughs> or, um, you know, it's. I mean, the other thing too is like I I would imagine that on every play in the NFL you could call a flag on something. Of every course. play there's probably holding on the defensive backs. Every play there's probably Legal some sort of backs. at some point an offensive player, offensive lineman is holding a defensive lineman. At some point a defensive lineman's hand is probably slipped up into the face of the of the offensive lineman when a defensive player is trying to tackle a quarterback. He's probably going to hit him someplace where he should people not be forget, in the strike zone. People forget in this game, man. People forget again. Andrew Wiley got a taunting penalty for doing some sort of like chicken dance running by the guy. Now, again, stupid on Andrew Wiley's yeah. part. The guy's a clown. Believe me, I'm not no Andrew Wiley fan. But again, these people that saying we got no calls and we got this and that and well, the other look, thing, it's like, dude. Well, so so the people that say we got no calls probably aren't complaining about the Andrew Wiley hold that took the Isaiah Pacheco touchdown exactly. off the board. Exactly, that was right? soft as hell, or the Brian right. Cook on the other punt return, you know? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. so many moments that are so clearly bad calls for us, too. Like, yeah. but again, we've been there, you know, bless yeah. your Every, hearts. Everybody's, Cincy. you know. I yeah. hate, I don't, I don't, well, I don't have. Well, you know, I, I know we're, we're I yeah, didn't really want to chat too much. Uh, like, yeah. we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it, but like, I mean, it, it was one of those things, like, for me, where, like, there was one team, and maybe this is a confirmation bias, and I'll freely admit that, but in the regular season team, in the regular season game, there was one team that put bulletin board material up, and that was us. Justin oh, Reed with, the, with, with what he said. Yeah, big dumb. In this game, there was one team that really put a lot of 
bulletin board material up. Like beyond, far beyond what like, Justin Reed ever Like did. bad, horrible Saturday Night Live sketches from the mayor of Cincinnati. I mean, it looked terrible. Doing? Like that Bless is hard. And so, you know, you, you kind of see those things where it's like, okay, the disrespect becomes, you know, palatable. Dude, um, the motivation is a weird thing. And when you're motivated just that much more and you're yeah. already, these athletes are already the elite as it gets. And they're all, they're so equal in some ways. I mean, yeah, these are they, literally measured to the ounce. These are people that are measured everywhere they go to be the perfect specifications of what they want, you know? And so like, so here's yeah. how, here's how the last four chiefs games have ended. Okay. Here's how the last four have ended. All three-point games. No. Okay. Uh, first game ends, field goal at the buzzer. Mm -hmm. Now, remember the first time in Cincinnati we had a uh, – they were driving down. They were within field goal range, and then we had like a defensive holding or something like that. And so basically they could just run the clock out. Correct. So they, kicked they a kick, a, kick a 20 field goal on the or what? Yeah, yeah, with nothing on the clock. Okay. Next game, overtime, field goal. AFC championship game, right? In right. overtime. Field goal ends the game. We have the ball in overtime and throw a pick, right? He had third and long. Yeah. Threw it down to Tyreek and just it, like a punt slash pick. Basically bounced off Tyreek's helmet and was picked. That's right. This last game, three point game, right? Like, I think they ran the clock out on us on that one, though. Same. They? It was very much the same type of scenario. Kind of, they got, Travis Kelsey drops we, the, the fumble had the, or has the fumble. Went down, took the lead. We couldn't get it back or whatever. But And then this game ends on a field goal. I mean, yeah, technically there was three seconds left, but the last meaningful play of the game was a field goal. Okay. So these teams are incredibly close, closely matched. I mean, it's just you don't play four games that have a six-point differential mm -mm. that you you can come yeah. out and say, oh, no, you know, this one team's clearly better than the other. Yeah, no, it's um, just – and, again, it's who makes the plays, and it's, sometimes it's who, who's on the right end of it. And, honestly, that goes back to there's a mental game that is part of it, you know, that no matter how, you know, again, good you are, when you give the other team a mental edge and something to play for beyond just the – the billions of dollars and the trophy and the ring that they really don't like you and they want to beat you, then, you know, again, that's just pointless. And again, that's the, the, the silly thing to do with Mahomes to do with the chiefs now. And that's, and I think goes again to why so often folks are like, Oh, you know, they don't think I, it's really weird to me because in the same breath, it's almost like disrespectful to say that we aren't disrespected. Like, that's the funny thing to me. Like it's almost like now the cool thing to be like, Oh, well, you know, Oh, they're not even that like it's so funny to hear all these cheese fans and cheese people saying that they're they they everybody's on their nuts all the time and everybody's this i'm like what are you talking about you know like we actually have you know that joe burrow it was burrow head right like again yeah. if you would have won this game everybody would have been saying that joe burrow is better than mahomes now to me no matter he wins draws or loses this game there's no way joe burrow's better than patrick mahomes and he doesn't deserve that type of, you know, to me, that's disrespect because until you win at that highest level, until you at least win an MVP, then you aren't Patrick Mahomes. I don't care even head to head. And this is a team sport. It ain't, you know, tennis, man. You know, well, if Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow beats Pat Mahomes four straight times in tennis, then he is a better tennis player. Right. But if, you know, Joe Burrow beats Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback in a football game four times in a row, then he's. You know, he does. I'm sure Pat Mahomes is he doesn't care about the MVPs, yeah. he wants the wins, you know, and I'm sure Burrow does too. But like, it's not what a, that it's means a is game. that what that means is that Joe Burrow was better than the Chiefs defense four times, exactly. They and don't even the, play against each other, they the literally, offense, yeah, right. They don't, well, it's kind of like the, uh, the, the Super Bowl's the Kelsey Bowl, right? Like, yeah, you know, Travis and Jason are not going to be on the field at the same no, time, of like, course not, wow. you know. And but now that's fun, you know. You hope to think that's fun, that's not like a legacy thing, it's more of like a ha ha ha, you know, like they're brothers I, and they've got imagine. a brother rivalry. Well, I, I don't know if I'd want my brother having a Super Bowl oh, victory head to head dude. over me, man. That would not be. 
I would assume that this is a nightmare for Jason more than anything, right? I would think, but that's just me. I wouldn't because that, that's right. He's got he's got everything that Travis has got. He's the, you know, like you said, he's the mom's favorite is my guess. So the last thing you would want to do is have a head to head, have your little brother because it's little brother, right? Like by one yeah. year. I yeah. want, yeah, because I know they went to college together. Have you seen that picture that was out yeah. today? It's, it's, it's great. Oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, man. Any uh, about about to wrap it up here, but any yeah. any sportsmanship, uh, sportsmanship, man, Super Bowl. Like let's hope that no. I, I want to talk, be funny, and be like, well, we'll we'll have we'll show good sportsmanship and humility, and we'll all have oranges at halftime, you know, at the Super Bowl. And no one run it up on each other. You know, it is in front of billions of people, you know, so be nice. Don't, you know, you don't have to, you know, put the peace sign up when you're running after somebody. You don't have to take your celly down a little bit, you know, just let's be good sports. Yeah, I think the uh, I, I think the thing that triggered you was the video that was surfacing of like those third and fourth grade kids, uh, given that he's too small. That's flexing. what I'm saying, dude. See, yeah. it's too much. It's too much yeah. with that nonsense. I'm sorry, man. Like, I'm third graders should not be doing that. And watching Kevin Durant get out there and be like, "Ho, ho, ho!" See, they're just like us. Like, come, bro. Yeah, Stop it. I, I'm with you. Well, yeah. Um, we'll be back to talk Super Bowl. Yeah. On the next episode, whether that's next week or the week after, I don't know. You know, hey, man, whenever our go, schedules should... align, we got that's a right. lot of uh, that. You know, I guess the thing is, is like. Uh, both of our kids are heavy into winter sports and as winter sports are happening, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Matt and I really don't have control over those sports schedules. No. So when they tell our kids that uh, they're, they're playing uh, a basketball game or they've got a tournament or there's a swim meet. The AFC um, championship game, even yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. Matt, Matt and I don't have uh, yeah, they, they don't let us control that. So, you know, sometimes it, uh, it, get, it gets on our podcast schedule. So it's no weeks off from being a dad. That's right. <laughs> Full-time job. No bye weeks. No bye weeks. <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk soon. All right. See y'all.